Imagine finding yourself cozy one night, and then suddenly your room spawns a manifestation of your darkest fears, and you're unable to move a single muscle in your body, or scream for help. Which brings me to what I'll be talking about today. Sleep paralysis. A good majority of people only experience it once or twice in their lives. However, growing up, I had very persistent sleep paralysis that it just, it just won't go away. In fact, sometimes I got it so frequently that this conscious coma hit me randomly whenever I was on the verge of passing out. The constant episodes eventually died down after high school graduation, which is sort of when my college started up. And over time, as I continued to research about sleep paralysis and why it's happened to me so much, I've realized that there could have been multiple reasons as to why. Now, I'm not a sleep expert by any means, so don't rely on the words I say for a research paper. But before I talk about my experience, I would like to explain what exactly sleep paralysis is and how it works, as well as some potential causes. Sleep paralysis is a type of parasomnia, which are, to put it simply, disruptions in your sleep. For example, sleep terrors, sleepwalking, and sleep eating. And it all happens during something called rapid eye movement, or REM sleep. REM sleep is, to put this even more simply, the stage in your sleep cycle where you start to have dreams. This is also where something called atonia happens. Atonia is the total relaxation of muscles, which is a completely normal part of REM sleep. Ergo, the I can't move my limbs effect during sleep paralysis. And especially since your brain is full of dream juice during this time, you start seeing some really silly things. Think of it as your dreams spilling into your visual field because your brain is awake, but your body is still resting. Now let's take a look at the potential causes. Mm-hmm, anxiety, hmm. Inconsistent sleep schedule, lack of sleep, and stress. And there's a lot more where that came from, but these causes align with my experience the most, especially as a high school student during the pandemic. And I get into all the juicy details, but there's only so much I can say before it gets way too complicated for a video like this. So now that we have the informative bits out of the way, I'll be illustrating the incredible, diabolical details of my personal sleep paralysis experience. Imagine laying down in bed after a tiring day of work, your body is more than ready to rest, and your room is almost completely pitch black. You can only hear the spinning blades of your fan as the breeze cools you down and you're snug under your blankets. You start to doze off, trying to relax your mind and succumb to the unconsciousness. Your body had no trouble relaxing, but your mind was still active, and you start to notice something weird. Your eyes are closed, but you can see the room around you. Your vision starts to become distorted. Figments of colors, landscapes, and dancing entities start to spill into the room around you. You start to feel pressure on your chest getting heavier and heavier as if some invisible force is suffocating you. And all the while, you can't move a single muscle to stop it. Your entire body buzzes as the panic reaches your nerves and the world around you falls apart. The worst thing is, no one can see you struggle. No one can hear your screams. And then you finally snap out of it and realize that you're not actually dying. So yeah, that was how sleep paralysis usually went for me. But I've been trying to be more aware of what might be causing my sleep paralysis. Sure, I'm not perfect when it comes to breaking habits, but with every little step, I can confidently say that I don't find myself having sleep paralysis as frequently anymore. So what do we learn? One way or another, you'll suffer the consequences of not taking care of yourself. Amazing, right? 